Good day, ladies and gentlemen. Hoping you're all safe and sound and well. Sam, are you safe and sound and well? Yes, Terry. Yeah, I am. Thank you for asking. That is very good to hear. Thank you. Today's episode, it's uh, made massive headlines, and so it should. We're talking about George Floyd, his tragic death, and police brutality. Sam, big episode today. Yes, yes. Um, very relevant um, and obviously happened recently. Um, devastating uh, what happened and obviously it's causing a lot of uproar um, within the community in America. Um, yeah, so yeah, it's, as we said, tragedy and yeah, we'll get stuck into um, a bit of background into what happened and um, yeah, we'll dig deep into this one and of course, as usual, it's a juicy topic. Mm, plenty of meat on this bone and we're going to dive straight into it right now. Thank you. Bye. You've heard it before and you'll hear it again. Danny LaRosa Design. Why not something new, something fresh? The business makeover specialist. Danny LaRosa Design. Yep, that's right. Logos, business cards, publications, digital designs. Visit the one-stop shop. What was it, Terry? Danny LaRosa Design. How many times do I have to tell you, Sam? <laughs> Find her on Facebook and her Instagram. And the handle is at Danny LaRosa Design. Website is www.dannylarosadesign.com. Make the change today. What are you waiting for? George Floyd, a uh, 46-year-old African-American man died on Monday, tw the 25th of May, uh, 2020, after pleading for help as um, a police op officer, Derek Ch Chauvin, uh, used his knee on Floyd's neck to pin him down. Um, it's basically a, uh, you know, a pretty brutal police assault. Um, and this man was actually a respected member of the community, um, George Floyd, and also a peace activist of all things. So, um, yeah, obviously it's been on, uh, you know, on social media and all over the news at the moment. Um, so Terry, why don't you give us all uh, a rundown of what actually happened? Thanks, Sam. I'll get into a bit of detail as to what happened and what happened. So let me just uh, do this first. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Okay. Now I can get really started. So on Monday, the 25th of May, 2020, so not long ago, pretty recently, the police attended the scene responding to some reports of forgery in process at the Cups Food Grocery Store in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Mm. What is forgery in process? Well, basically, um, forgery in process was that they suspected that George Floyd had been using a counterfeit $20 note to purchase goods at this particular right, supermarket. Okay. Mm. Mm -hmm. So quite interesting. And, and you'd think it's pretty logical for those mm. that are working there to call the police and report that because yep. there's a lot of forgery that goes on with um, American currency. And it's probably mm. one, of the, one of the currencies out there that, that are easily you know, forgeable because yeah. they're bloody made out of paper. Mm. Probably the twenty dollar um, bills are the probably most forged over there. I would say as well, pretty common denomination and pretty high. Yeah, so it's not too high, not too low. 
Mm. It's, like, it's actually like the Goldilocks zone of, of yeah. money, of, of the nominations. Yep. So, True. yeah, he thought he'd, he thought he'd chuck a little 20 and obviously he got caught out. And mm-hmm. I've been to um, America before. And if you've used that, if you ever use a hundred, they really rigorously look at the hundred dollar bill. They put it up into the light. They shake yeah, it right. a few times. They stretch it just to see if it's got that durability. Yep. What happens if I use bloody Officeworks parchment, mate? Mm, it's it'd be true. strong as hell. Yeah. What are you doing using hundred dollar bills over there anyway? Oh, you know when you exchange money, they bloody only give you hundos. So that's bloody oh, yeah, true. about that. Mm. <laughs> Nonetheless, let's move on. So yeah, he was. Um, so so police were responding to reports of a forgery in process. And so when the officers arrived, um, according to their own report that's been released, um, they found Floyd actually sitting in his own car. At which point they ordered him to step outside. Now that's uh, that's pretty common. Step outside, would you, sir? Yep, no worries. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let me just do that. Um, then after that, little, very little dialogue happened between Floyd and the responding officers. And basically, after he stepped outside the vehicle, he was physically arrested. Well, obviously, arrested is a physical thing. Um, but according to the police report, he resisted arrest. Now, this is very interesting here, Sam. Mm. Very interesting. So he arrested. Yeah, yeah. He resisted arrest but luckily enough for the police officers there were four of them at the Mm. scene and obviously they managed to get him down and then floyd was um handcuffed to the ground Mm -hmm. at this point also the report does agree that he was unarmed so yeah i mean i guess if you're resisting arrest yeah Mm -hmm. you probably need to put a bit of force in and and you know yeah yeah chuck the handcuffs on and and get him down because i mean that's just you you're becoming a public nuisance and or Mm. threat at that point yep so yeah i mean so far so good it makes pretty logical sense doesn't it Mm. from their reports um from their but i mean it there's always two sides to every story two sides Mm -hmm. to the coin and two sides to tango Right. Um, police say that it was only after that they cuffed him that they realized um, he was suffering a medical distress. And at that point, they then called an ambulance. Upon the ambulance arriving and picking him up, police say he died shortly after, or sorry, shortly upon arriving at the Hennepin County Medical Center in Minneapolis. The Minneapolis Police Department later said in a statement that Floyd, 46-year-old male, died of a medical incident. Now, not too much in this actual report suggests what they physically did to him other than um, getting him to the ground and arresting him. Mm. Yep, yeah. So they're stating that he actually resisted arrest, therefore got mm-hmm. him to the ground. Then yep. they said that he suffered a medical, or he was medically distressed. Medical. Yeah. And then obviously died on the way to the hospital through that medical incident, through that distress. Mm. So yep. whether he had a panic attack, which then caused himself to have shortness of breath and then a heart attack and then died. Mm-hmm. Um, not sure exactly what the fine print is with the police report. Yeah. Um, but from what we have access to and what we've read, mm-hmm. that's what the police have said. Now, we all know, and all you guys listening today, 
and, and Sam, of, of course. We all know that's not exactly what happened. I mean, obviously, yes, he did get arrested. He get he did mm-hmm. get to the ground. He probably did get told to sit, you know, step outside his car, and he probably did use the forged twenty dollar note. But who's to say he mm-hmm. didn't actually receive change from a fifty from that yeah. twenty dollar note and was just then putting it back into the system? Could have been very true, unlucky. True. Uh, mm-hmm. We don't know. Um, and yep. as you just given us a brief before of um, some of the good things that you know Georgie Boy has been doing over his life. Um, mm. Yeah, I mean, who's to say he just wasn't the product of, you know, wrong place, wrong time. But um, mm. very interesting, Sam, of what yeah. the police has reported. And yep. obviously the one action that may have led to George's ultimate demise was mm-hmm. omitted from this particular report. They just said that yeah. they physically brought him down because he resisted arrest. Yep. How did they do that? Mm. Well, mm. I think it's probably time now for you to maybe give us a bit more evidence. Mm. A bit more of a non-bias, bystanding, neutral piece of evidence. Yes, yeah. Yeah, thanks, Terry. Go ahead, would you? Oh, I will, I will. Um, Yeah, so there were obviously a few bystanders. I think, um, you know, many people have seen uh, already this, a bit of footage uh, from someone or a couple of people that were there on the day um, who witnessed the altercation. Um, So... uh, Darnella Fraser was a bystander, um, which she obviously uh, was was started. Or she started filming when she uh, saw what was going on. Um, her evidence was uh, completely uh, left out of the police report. Um, not surprisingly, in, in some uh, cases, um, and she said that when she got to the scene, Floyd was already on the ground, so she she didn't see how he was taken down or you know if it was resisting. I guess, but. Um, she says the cops, um, yeah, the cops were uh, pinning him down by his neck, and he was crying. Um, I mean, it seems you know pinning someone down by their neck is pretty excessive force for um, you know having a counterfeit twenty. I mean, even if he intentionally had a counterfeit twenty dollar note, you think the police would investigate uh, into you know maybe why you know did you know that it was fake you know do, do a bit of questioning before you go and get a guy and pin him down by his neck when you got four officers there um they, know, they almost assumed he was guilty yeah straight off the bat mm-hmm. so this then i guess brings up the issue of you know and obviously these four responding officers were all white mm-hmm. and this particular suspect or George Floyd was black, so yeah, this brings that issue in to a major catastrophic event. Yeah, would it be another yep. black versus white thing as well? Yeah, I guess that's what makes it, um, you know, obviously a, a pretty big deal as well. It's sort of um, people looking at, uh, you know, into the racism side of things. You know, did they just assume something um, based on the color of his skin? Um, quite possibly. Um, yes, so. If, yeah, looking at the video, at the footage that she um, has, and she uh, was recording on the day, so sh- she said that, or her, she saw it in in person as well, that his, um, his face was pressed so hard against the ground that his nose was bleeding. And you can see, you know, blood on his face. And, um, you know, he's pretty, you know, hysterical. And um, I think it was even asking for water and stuff and, like, you know, you know sort of begging for help while these officers just, uh, you know, pin him to the ground and one in particular um puts a knee to his uh, to his neck while you know the other ones are uh, there watching it's just yeah it's pretty um yeah pretty bad the footage you know it's obviously there for everyone to see and um you know not it's full on isn't it yeah we don't always get the um you know that evidence there but now i think this is sort of 
you know, um, the, the cops have nowhere to run now because everything's on, on footage. I mean, yeah, we don't see um, if he was, you know, strongly resisting arrest, I guess, in, in the um, initial stage. But, I mean, to have four cops there, I think you'd have to be um, pretty silly to resist arrest anyway with four police officers there. Um, so in the video um, that Darnella recorded, you can hear, you know, people around um, uh, just, you know, telling the uh, the cops to, to stop uh, hurting uh, George and, um, yeah, to get off him and to check his pulse because he, he looks um, unresponsive, you know, towards the end of it. Um, the cops, you know, like Terry, you mentioned, they, uh, you know, they're saying that he passed away later on once he got to the hospital um, because of a, a medical uh, episode he might have had um but yeah it looks that it looks like he might have even you know been killed there on the spot with that uh, knee to the to the neck so um yeah it's pretty pretty distressing for people uh, watching and um obviously yeah a lot it angered a lot of people and and i think uh, myself and terry uh, included we um yeah obviously don't condone that kind of uh, behavior or violence so yeah it's pretty shocking um and then we've got a second bystander uh, who also recorded uh, a video of what happened there on the day. Um, so th now this one in particular doesn't show um, Floyd resisting, physically resisting arrest, um, which then well, this disproves what the police were saying in their incident report, a, saying that he. That's a big contradiction there. Yeah. So this one's huge. Like this is obviously another yeah another video, but um, this shows a bit earlier than what uh, the the initial video that came out shows, mm. um, and uh, it was taken through the windshield like a, a, of a, an onlooker's car. So he or he or she, I'm not sure. We don't have those details, but um, show the uh, it shows the officers just furiously trying to handcuff uh, Floyd, but um, he doesn't he doesn't appear to be resisting in the in this footage i mean i don't know if there was any footage prior but uh, or you know there was some some footage missed as to what happened but um you look at uh, the scenario with these two pieces of footage and i think these this evidence is you know you got to take the this evidence over what the uh, police report's going to say because obviously they're always going to back themselves up and back their mates up sort of thing um but yeah it just looks like uh, he's just standing at his car and um, these cops just, you know, start laying into him. Yeah, it's interesting with this second bystander video there, Sam. Um, mm. And thanks for sharing those bystander pieces of evidence. Um, the second bystander video actually shows Floyd just to be standing by his car. Now, the yeah. actual police report suggests that they told him to step out of the car, to which point he resisted arrest. So maybe mm. he wasn't um, voluntarily leaving his car, at which point when they thought, oh, let's, um, he's resisting arrest. We have yep. to like sort of forcefully get him out and, and pin him to the ground. Whereas mm -hmm. the second bystander the video shows him just standing by his car. Yeah. And then so the, the two officers are furiously cuffing Floyd. Yeah. So, I mean, well, if he's just standing there, yeah, yeah. chat to him first and just yeah. say, look, it's protocol that, um, you know, forgery in our state yeah. is a, an arrestable offense. So, sorry, yeah, yeah. you got to come with us. Um, we're mm -hmm. going to put the cuffs on you. you got to come. Like, it's just part of parcel. Yeah. Of the law, like we don't, I don't know what the Minneapolis, Minnesota law is, but um, that, that, that's, if that's how it works, and uh, right. yeah, well, away you go. Um, sorry, sorry, George Floyd, but I mean, yeah, I mean, it's very, very contrasting evidence. And mm. first and foremost, I'd like to say a thank you to uh, Daniela Frazier. Um, what a last she is for for not only recording it but putting it on Facebook. So what yeah, what a sure great right. forum to put it on. 
and, mm. and, and people sharing and just so people can, I guess, be exposed to what really goes on. And that's a very, very difficult platform for the authorities to jump on straight away when not only people have quickly seen it in the time that they can respond to it, but also people can share it and it can just spread like wildfire. But also, what's stopping you from recording it on your own mobile? And then if it gets pulled down, well, then you can bloody, uh, you know, um, you know, put it on your phone, you have it on your phone and then just keep posting it. So, yeah, I mean, exactly. once, it's, once it's live up there in the cloud, yeah. mate. I mean, you can't do much about it, can you? Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's everywhere. And yep. yeah, crazy stuff. And exactly. I'm, I'm so glad that we have modern technology. And this is some of the, I mean, perfect instances where we're using this modern technology, especially on our phone, to, mm. to good use. Good. We're not yeah, taking yeah. pointless bloody, you know, pasta, food snapshots mm. at a dog shit cafe or a you know, ridiculous, yeah, TikToks or, you know, a selfie in front of a bloody, you know, the, the, the balls of, of the bull in New York City or some bullshit like that. Balls, balls, right. Yeah. Yeah, or the malls balls. Um, yeah, in New York City, like where Wall Street is, they've got the mm. the bull there. Obviously, the bear and bull type of uh, arrangement, yeah. taking selfies in front of like the yeah, that's true. The bulls yeah, the ball, testes. Yeah. Um, mm. and they're fucking they're massive those testes, by the way. <laughs> but anyway, um, there's one last piece of evidence, Sam. Yes. Um, so we've got surveillance uh, cameras provided by some local uh, restaurant owners as well. Um, that shows what happened. Um, as well, you know, so it gives us an idea of what happened as well. So it shows uh, Floyd sitting on the on the ground handcuffed, and then um, um, a couple of police officers stand Floyd up and press him against the wall before um, walking him off the camera. So Floyd looks distressed. So um, you know, it's there's no sound in these uh, these this footage. So I guess it's not as useful as maybe um, the other. The um, other evidence we've got, but uh, yeah, it, it's it's sort of nothing really, you know, points towards the story of him, uh, you know, furiously uh, resisting arrest. So um, I think it's yeah, it's very interesting, and I think this case is definitely a case of uh, the officers trying to cover up, um, you know, cover up the cover their story up and cover up uh, for a mate, and um, yeah, get away with it because uh, I think you know who knows how many times in the past they've already gotten away with it so they probably thought you know this is just another scenario but yeah i mean it's pretty it's pretty weak and and poor that you know these police officers get called to a um you know a forgery in process and and it's not like it was a, an armed robbery or something you could understand if it was an armed robbery or something they go in there all guns blazing and you know this guy might have a gun or some kind of weapon but I mean, once you handcuff him, wouldn't you think, like, he's got no weapon, there's no, you know, yeah. there's no... Um, he's, un yeah, he's unarmed. Threat. Yeah, there's no threat, he's unarmed. Like, what, why are you doing this to someone who is, um, is you know, vulnerable and, and can't defend himself? You just know that, you know, you're not going to have uh, an arm swung at you or, you know, a gun pulled on you. So why would you even do this kind of thing if, if you know, he's just had a, a $20 bill that was fake. I understand, like we said, if it was a fake and it's a fake $20 bill who was trying to take advantage of, um, you know, the shop, whatever, fair enough. You, you like, you know, you go down the right uh, path and, you know, prosecute him uh, accordingly. But, yeah, it's it's pretty, uh, yeah, it's pretty piss weak when you go and, uh, you know, put your knee on someone's neck who's, uh, you know, can't even defend themselves. So um, the man in person, Terry, um, well, sorry, the police officer in person who uh, is the one on the footage um and you know had his knee against uh george floyd's neck 
tell us a bit about him and uh, yeah, about you know maybe uh, what what his background is. Yeah, oh, I happily would do so. Um, and I think this guy needs to be exposed for what he is. Um, mm. So yeah, the police officer we're we're talking about, the guy that pressed his knee for several minutes on George Floyd's neck, which led, or which is probably the mm. primary reason to his ultimate demise. Not sure about those. Uh, medical reports and all that sort of stuff in the police statements um not sure if an autopsy has been done if and if those mm. results have come through or not but i'm sure That'd this didn't help and i mean if the knee was that hard against his bloody face or against his neck and his nose was bleeding who's to say his nose didn't break because i mean that's yeah. a very common sign if you've broken your nose that it bleeds True. um but yeah this police officer in question and and obviously who we're talking about his name is derek chalvin um i actually like to refer to him as dickhead derek um, and I think that's uh, that's probably putting it a bit lightly. What do you reckon, Sam? That's mm. oh, very suitable. That's um, yeah, he fits the uh, the nickname. Yep, sounds like a big uh, big dickhead. Yeah, absolutely. So, dickhead Derek has been with the department for 19 years, and now obviously diving a little bit deeper into his profile, um, dickhead Derek has actually had a history of complaints against him. Um, so, on the record. He's had a, mm, you know, several wow. use of force incidents, and he's also had numerous police conduct complaints. Now, use Jeez. of force incidents is basically, um, I guess, those that, uh, you know, are resisting arrest or, you know, quickly getting out a weapon, a baton, a taser, a gun out, mm. you know, um, probably yep. in times where it's not appropriate to do so. Mm -hmm. And police officers actually do, do go through some rigorous training because yeah, they yeah. are the authority, right, of... Mm -hmm humanity basically um and so you know they're equipped with some pretty you know dangerous tools yeah. and they need to be educated when is the right time to use them and how to use them and yeah. dickhead right Derek obviously has gone through this training and i'm sure he's gone through a fair few refreshes being there for 19 years mm. um so yeah, very interesting. And those police conduct complaints, I'm guessing mm. that could potentially be just, you know, the professionalism um, of him as a police officer, uh, yep. maybe abusing his authority, maybe going to a Starbucks and, you know, you're walking away without paying, mm. um, yep. as a pig he might be. Yeah, um, so not, yeah. Un not unusual or out of character for him then to, um, yeah, carry on like he, he did in the uh, in this incident then. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Um the, on the other side of the coin here with, with police complaints um, is that police officers would get complaints quite often, I'd, I'd say. Mm, I mean, yeah. no one really likes a cop. And, and you, you put it this way, unless they've done some heroic act yeah. where they've you know gone into a bank and it's been an armed robbery and they've you know released all the victims and they shot down the, you know, the armed robber mm. and they get like a medal or something like that, that's probably the only time a cop would get real significant um, praise or compliments. Yeah, yep. However, every other time you pull over someone and you give them a speeding ticket, or yep. you know you, you arrest um, you arrest someone for being you know drunken and disorderly in public or mm. whatever. Yeah. Well, regardless of how guilty that person is, yeah, that, yeah. That arrested, they're always going to yeah. say, "Ah, oh, you fucking pig," or you yeah, know, you're, you're a dirty cop," you know. Mm. Um, yeah. Or in well, this case, you're a dickhead, Derek. Yeah. Um, you know, you're never going to get that. Um, you're always going to get those complaints, but. Mm. Um, so, I mean, how much substance do you take with those, you know, um, complaints that you receive over the years? You, you probably can yeah. only look into 
some that I guess maybe um, there are complaints where we've had numerous persons reporting um, the yep. same one. But nonetheless, only two of the 18 complaints filed against Dickhead Derek or, mm-hmm. you know, Chelvin yep. um, were closed with discipline, Sam. So closed with discipline means only, this is all it means, he received a letter of reprimand. Now, how piss poor is that? Just a nice little fucking uh, black and white letter, Mm. um, ink on paper, and and that's all you get. Yeah. Just just for fucking up a bit. Bit of kindling for the barbecue on the the weekend and just uh, light that up. Mm. So, mm, I mean, is that enough? No. Is the discipline reaction for cops out of line enough. Now, the thing is, the hardest part about it is there's no universal set of rules for police officers because each, each country is different, but also yeah. each state's different again. Mm-hmm. It's the same with Australia. It's the same with the United States. It's yep. the same with Equatorial Guinea. Everywhere is different. Yep. So, And if you want to know where Equatorial Guinea is, um, central west coast of Africa. So that's uh, getting off track. But anyway, back to dickhead Derek. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, once again, very hard to treat those police complaints with substance. Mm-hmm. Um, but then again, also, it's, it's probably unfair on those police officers that are on duty in public more often than those that aren't. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because if you're in public more often, you're with the people more often, meaning you have yeah, to exercise yeah. your authority more often, yep. meaning that there's a more greater likelihood of you receiving those complaints from people that you're sort of trying to control or manage. Yeah. Whereas if you're just a, um, I guess... Desk jockey. For example. Yeah, if, you, if you're if you're in the office um, doing a bit of paperwork, yep. um, obviously you're not going to get too many complaints unless you mm. fucking keep jamming the copier or, you know, go mm. onto some, some of those or you like download from, you know, piracy <laughs> websites or, you know, you're going on those inappropriate websites that Sam likes to go on sometimes. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, you're not going to get too many complaints there, maybe from the IT uh, department, but apart from mm. that, like the actual civilians are not going to get too many uh too much negative feedback, but yeah, those in the in the public will get a lot more. So I'm guessing that's probably the right stance to take is not to take too many of those complaints for substance. So that's why maybe he wasn't reprimanded properly. But mm-hmm. I think you know this this particular case now, it's uh, there's going to be a massive overhaul yeah, of yeah. Uh, what's going on and and how to deal with uh, police officers going forward and yep. that sort of stuff. But weirdly enough, and I'm just going to end on this. Just a, it's going to be a bit. I wouldn't say bittersweet, but I mean, just going through Dickhead Derek's little profile here, it's a bit sweet and sour. So the sweet part of it, and I mean, there's not too much of it with this bloke because he's a fucking wanker, but um, he was awarded um, from his department with a Medal of Valor. Um, and that was for his response in an incident involving involving a man with an armed gun. And it's just as I mentioned before, I mean... Mm. That's probably the one of the rare circumstances you would receive a compliment is if you've uh, dealt with a scenario where someone's armed and, and yep. potentially a massive public threat and right. you got a Medal of Valor, which is bravery and you know strength and all that crap that goes along with that, that word of Valor. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's hard to look at someone's profile. And of course, until they've done something wrong, then you can really pick it out with a fine tooth comb. Exactly, yeah. yeah. But I don't get a shit, get, give a shit what you've done, dickhead Derek. No. In, no, that's right. Uh, you could have, you know, been, you know, um, a volunteer for the Cancer Council, for example. You could yeah, have been yeah. picking daisies for, you know, the, um, you know, elderly women at the old folks' home. I didn't give a shit what you did. No, doesn't matter. Though. But we can only go off, you know, sometimes one mistake and that's it. You're fucked. Mm. Yeah, for. exactly. 
Um, so we, we've gone through what's happened, some of the evidence, uh, who is in question, of course. But Sam, take mm-hmm. it away. What are the consequences now arising from Floyd's death? Yeah, well, yeah, as we've um, said about the videos uh, circulating on social media about what happened um, on the day, there's, you know, there's plenty of coverage now about what's going on um, in America in particular um, where this happened in Minneapolis. Um, yeah, so it's sparking outrage uh, and, and protests across the, well, across the country as well as, um, yeah, like we said, especially where the source of the, uh, the issue happened down there. Um, so it, it's, you know, it's pretty, uh, it's pretty interesting how people have reacted because, you know, they're probably fed up a bit with, um, this police brutality. Um, you know, we've got people now in the streets over there just, uh, you know, starting fires, even setting fire to, um, local restaurants and, um, you know, just going nuts over there and, and really, um, annoyed with the situation. Um, I guess, you know, it's sort of a, a bit of a reminder um uh, of what's happened in the past as well because it hasn't this isn't just an isolated incident um there was there was an incident uh with the you know that happened uh with a guy named Eric Garner um who was you know brutally killed by uh the NYPD um in 2014 so it's yeah it's not uncommon for this thing to happen and um what happened with Eric Garner Sam um well apparently uh, cops just had him in a in a chokehold and um, he was actually, you know, he was yelling, he can't breathe and, you know, he, he can't, you know, they're killing him sort of thing. And, um, yeah, they just kept going and, um, yeah, they just basically choked him out. Um, well, and that was, yeah, well, that, the funny enough, this was just for selling loose cigarettes. I mean, right. uh, yeah, it's, yeah, I mean, it might be illegal, but uh, I mean, he's selling loose cigarettes. He's not selling, uh, you know, crack or something. Um, so it, it was probably uh, a bit excessive, the force in that scenario as well. Um, but that was sort of a major point, uh, flashpoint for the, um, the black lives matter moment. So obviously this is, um, you know, where that, well, n- not just then, obviously this, this goes back a long time from, um, you know, when the African Americans were being treated, um, differently to white Americans. So, um, yeah, this is just another scenario where uh, it's resulted in a death, um, at the hands of uh, police officers. So, Yeah. Yeah, so selling loose cigarettes, not only do you get arrested for that, mm. but you get choke-holded yep. by police officers and that leads to your death. Oh, that's ridiculous, yeah. eh? Like, mm. Even that case alone is fucking far-fetched and yeah, oh, that's preposterous. Um, mm-hmm. But, I mean, how many people sell loose cigarettes? I mean, you know, we've obviously had a, a fair, fair few fun experiences out in the town there, Sam, you and I, and um, how many people we've seen bloody selling loose cigarettes, especially now with mm. the taxes in Australia? I mean... Yeah, bloody sure. hell. Pay to see bloody deer. And, you know, sometimes you think to yourself, ah, oh, night's nearly over. But I'm, yep. oh, yeah, I'm really craving a ciggy just before I go home. Yep, hey, yep. mate, can I uh, can I pinch a ciggy off you for a buck? Yeah, no <laughs> yeah. worries, mate. Cheers. Jeez. You beauty. How many times I've seen that? I'm not going to mention yeah. who, I've, who I've seen do it. But, uh, I mean, what's wrong with that? I, mm-hmm. I guess, obviously, you know, I've, I've seen, I don't know on a cigarette packet. I'm not a, so- a smoker. I uh, don't mind the occasional uh, Cuban cigar. Mm. <laughs> Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm not a cigarette smoker and, um, so I don't know if on the packaging it says, um, you know, individual units cannot be sold, but, uh, I am a, uh, avid Snickers, uh, uh, Snickers chocolate bar consumer. Mm. And I know if you buy those fun size packs, um, it does say on those packets, um, individual, yeah. um, 
contents cannot be sold individually. So, uh, mm. yeah, I'm not doing any black market for Snickers, but um, put it yeah. this way. If I've got a fun-sized bag of 20, those jumbo packs, of course, you always buy the big bad boys. Um, mm. I'm not dishing out any, mate. I don't give a shit what you give me. <laughs> I think give me maybe 10 bucks for one, I might, but... Uh, yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, yeah you take that. Um, oh, absolutely, because you can buy a couple of packets of those. Yeah. Yeah, so profits. the situation is obviously getting pretty heated over there in America. Um, yeah, like we said, there's protests, there's people burning buildings. Looting. Looting, yeah. I mean, uh, you know, I, I understand people's frustration, but I don't see um, the need to go and burn someone's, uh, you know, business that they've worked hard on. Um, it's got nothing to do with, uh, you know, you know, the local takeaway store um, as to why, you know, this guy this oh. guy was murdered. Like, it's it's, a bit, it's just stupid in that um, respect. And, you know, that's just going to lead to more, probably more violence. Um, what's, what's that actually, what's that proving? Yeah, I, I don't know. It, to me, or that's... Even just, a ta- do you see the footage of the Target? No, in, no. In Minneapolis? Oh, the Target's just completely, like, yeah, fuck. It's smashed, it's, yeah. It's like, it's not even laugh. Oh, I'm, I'm just laughing in the ridiculousness of what that Target looked like. Right. Like, you know, even the lights were being broken, everything was being raided, just people going nuts. Like, it's you know, just, thinking, I've never seen people go nuts over, like, bloody hair clips, like, in the yeah, yeah, yeah. bloody cosmetics department. And yeah. then, yeah, ah, just people going to, you know, the electronics counter and raiding the Pokemon cards there. And, I mean, <laughs> if I was a kid, I mean, you'd definitely yeah, jump you that. But just yeah. ridiculous. And I'm thinking, one one person's died, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. In, in, a, in a cruel manner. And that yeah. was against the law and outside the scope of a police officer's jurisdiction. Yeah, yeah. Which is pathetic. No, Death shouldn't have happened. No. But then what then gives you the fuel and ammunition to go and fucking loot someone's business? I don't no, care if it's a it's multinational pathetic. called um, Target. I don't care if it's the fish and chip shop on the, on the corner by yep. some Greek guy named Sotos. I don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah. Worked, both businesses have employees or they may have employees. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Both businesses need to survive for other people. It's a, it's an indirect consequence to yeah. pay the bills and all that sort of shit. And obviously, yeah. some of them to produce goods, whether it's food, which is a necessity, or, mm. you know, clothing, which is another necessity. Exactly, um, yeah. And yeah, who knew in your right mind to go and fucking inside and just destroy the shit out of these places? That's right. No, what's it proving? No, I don't nothing. think George would want that. No, that's right. He was a you know a peace activist. Why why would he want people to go loot stores and set things on fire? Like it's yeah. just yeah, it's pretty pathetic. Um, obviously yeah, like I said, we can understand the frustration of people, but that's not the way to go about it. You know, you can you can protest and you absolutely know, in the street, but don't loot and don't burn things and don't cause havoc because that's just going to cause more issues. And then you know you think the the um, cops are um you know pretty brutal uh, before this. Like I mean, if they catch someone you know looting and burning things, well, what are the cops going to do in that scenario? I think you know they have the right to maybe use a bit of force um to stop people because you know that's just pathetic you shouldn't be doing those kind of things um obviously it stemmed from um you know this this death but at the same time yeah like you said terry he wouldn't want uh, he wouldn't have wanted this to happen um george so yeah i think people need to step back and um yeah hopefully um well yeah yeah hopefully you know as we are recording this now we um we have recently found out that uh, um that the officer in question... Um, What's his been, name? Uh, well, as you would call him, Dickhead Derek. Uh, yep, that's right. Dickhead Chalvin. Um, so apparently it, well, he's Cockhead been charged... Yes, he's been charged with uh, third-degree murder, um, which wow. is is pretty much breaking news as we're recording this. Um, you heard so it first. 
Yeah, he's in custody. Stones podcast. Um, he's currently in custody um, and faces up to 25 years um, jail for, for third-degree murder. So I think uh, it was pushed through pretty quickly, this um, sentence and, well, and this charge, sorry. I mean, they'll, they'll give him his sentence later, but he's, he's been charged with um, third-degree murder. So I think, uh, you know, the government wanted to really get this sorted because hopefully this will calm people down and stop them from looting um, and from causing havoc. Uh, around America because it's the last thing they need there at the moment anyway because, you know, mm. with... Um, Something needed to happen with him. Something needed to happen to Dickhead Derek. I mean, yeah. you yeah. just could not... So basically, um, some of the consequences as well of Floyd's death, um, the mayor uh, of Minneapolis, um, Jacob mm. Frey, um, he obviously apologised to the city's black community um, on his Facebook page and he yep. wrote, um, and I'm quoting him, being black in America should not be a death sentence for five minutes, we watched the white officer press his knee into a black man's neck. When you hear someone calling for help, you're supposed to help. This officer failed in the most basic human sense. He also announced a day after, which was the Tuesday, that the four responding officers had been terminated. And now, obviously, just recently, um, obviously, they must have gotten the law and their shit together. They've yeah. now, obviously, charged him for murder. But, Sam, I'm going to throw this to you. Right. Mm -hmm. If you're dickhead Derek now... Geez, mm -hmm. do you even want to go to prison? No, it's probably not. Um, I reckon. Uh, just, just think about it. I'm, sh I'm pretty sure the prison that he may be going to, um, would be sort of filled with both white and black men. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And, and being a, being a cop as well, oh. you just got a target on your head. Um, yep. if you're in jail, but I think I suspect they might not put him in general population in a jail. They might have him in the, you know, maybe the the pedophile and the child abuse section, you know, where those um, dickheads get uh, special treatment. Um, but yeah, I, hey, I hope he, uh, you know, cops what uh, what's coming to him because I mean, you know what, you've taken someone's life um, and you, you've unfairly, gone, yeah, unfairly and against the rules. Yep. And, uh, and and he didn't even have a chance to to defend himself. And, you know, you're facing up to 25 years. I mean, if this guy gets 20 years jail, gets out, I mean, all right, he's done 20 years, lost a lot of his life. But at the same time, you know, you've got poor George uh, Floyd who's, who's dead and his family have yeah. to deal with that, you know, for the rest of their lives. And this guy's just facing, uh, you know, a sentence that is uh, pretty minimal for what he's, uh, he's done. So Yeah, all for a forged $20 note. And you know what? Yeah. The worst part is we didn't even do any investigative um, studies on did he forge the notes? Did he, nah, did he obtain right. those? How did he obtain those notes? Did we look at his wallet? Were there any other forged notes in there? Mm. Yep. I mean, or was this just a bloody bad coincidence of him just going to the servo, picking up a packet of Chewies, buying it with a 50, getting some change back? One of the one of the notes of change had to be a, a forged $20 note that was in circulation already, and he just thought, ah. Oh, let me go to Cup Foods grocery store. Let me buy some baked beans for my toast. And mm -hmm. I've used the $20 note. They've reported it. They've done all the right things, the store clerks, because obviously businesses don't want forged money because then yep. they can get into trouble. They've done all the right things and the police have not. So, George, yeah. we don't know if he was innocent or guilty. Regardless, he did not deserve the ultimate consequence in this. No, that's that, right. that is, I'm pretty sure, and I don't know, but... Forging a $20 note does not result in um, death. No, it shouldn't, no. So no. absolutely ridiculous. Yep. Um, dickhead Derek, well, I mean, 25 years of jail, does that really you know, equate to the uh, perfect consequence for your actions? I don't know. Um, mm -hmm. 
but whether they have the death penalty there, I don't mm. know. No, uh, no. And if, how does that come into play? Um, mm. And I'm sure, you know, Dickhead Derek could probably get a few lawyers in, in, in his side and yeah. you know, say that, you know, he was maybe going through some family issues at home and just come up with some dog shit excuses. Yeah, yeah. Um, as so many guilty people often do, and but there's yep. so many, so much evidence against him. I'm, and you know, obviously, there's a bit of a record behind him too. Um, yep. So yeah, who knows? And mm, I guess I think, uh, um, it's it's a, it's a matter of watching this space. I think Sam, what were you going to yeah. say? Yeah, I think they got to make an example out of uh, this situation and and give him the maximum sentence of 25 years. I think that's what they were saying. I, I don't know that all the laws in that state in particular, but um, if it's maximum of 25 years, they just got to make an example out of it and just say, yep. look. Bang, 25 years. This will stop. Will hopefully prevent people from uh, officers from doing um, stupid things in the future. So hopefully, yeah. Um, third degree little... murder, and uh, yeah. you know what? Give them a fucking few third degree burns to the press. Yeah, that's right. No, so, that's um, um, also, so we we've touched on what the mayor Jacob Frey um, has come out and said um, in in response, but also, um, and I think it's important that he did. That the yep. U.S. President Donald Trump has come out and 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 said a few things, and and mm-hmm. I'm just going to quote off his Twitter mm-hmm. um, that he's um, announced to the public because he's a, he uses Twitter quite often, and it's a public forum for him to sort of get the message yeah. to people. Because I mean, how right. how often does people like how often do people watch videos of you know governments and bureaucrats just giving you know. Um, releases to the media like uh, some mm. of it's just absolutely boring and yeah just, and you don't have time to watch a 10 minute video whereas you will read like a, a, yeah, a you know, quick tweet uh yeah 50 word tweet and mm. I, th- I actually think you know he's been very proactive for an old yeah. man he is he's he's, mm. he's getting with the times but anyway um i'm gonna read three tweets out so the first one was at his request the fbi and the department of justice um are already well into investigation as to this very sad and tragic death of minnesota george floyd mm-hmm. um he also says that he can't stand back and watch this happen to the great american city minneapolis a total lack of leadership and he's pointing this at um jacob frey the mayor um so either the very weak radical left mayor jacob frey get his act together and bring the city under control, which is all in referred to the looting as well, or I'll send the National Guard and get the job done right. Mm. Um, and then the third tweet, which is um, a continuation of the second, these thugs, which is referring to the looters and the ridiculous protesters, are dishonouring the men- memory of George Floyd, which I have to agree to. Yeah, spot on. Um, and I won't let that happen. So then Trump also spoke to the governor, Tim Waltz, and told him that the military is with him all the way. Any difficulty, and we will assume control. But when the looting starts, the shooting starts. So Trump <laughs> is flexing his uh, his muscle his quite muscle, a fair yeah. bit there. Um, probably the looting and the shooting part I would have left out of that tweet just to be a bit more diplomatic. Yeah. But he obviously um, is a bit more radical with the way he sort of uh, consumes and assumes leadership in the country. That's right. Um, yeah. And I'm guessing there's more people that like him than not because obviously mm-hmm. you don't get voted in just uh, by yeah, happenstance yeah. or by chance. So mm-hmm. it, it's interesting here because there's a bit of a political dispute too because Mayor Jacob Frey, Trump, mm. says that he's, um, you know, <clears throat> he's a very weak, radical, left sided mayor um, and to get his act together because mm. you need to bring that city under control. But Jacob Frey is actually um, part of the. Um, Democratic Party um, with his political stance and obviously Trump's a Republican so there could be yeah. a 
few political disputes and disagreements there. Mm. But I do have to agree with one thing with Donald Trump is that uh, Mayor Frey really does got to pull his finger out and, and assume control of that city. Um, That's right. Just yep. really condense and, you know, allow the protesting, but anything untoward other than that, well, you know, I'm sorry, but you need to get some, you know, you need to actually uh, control the scene. You yep. need to get the staff force or whoever you need to get in there to just stop all the rest of that stuff. Because yeah, yeah. what happens if you just, uh, a, a, you know, you got a family with some young kids and you're not part of any of it. Like you obviously disagree with the death of George Floyd, but yeah. you're obviously not radical enough to go out and do the protest. Yeah, yeah. But then, you know, you need to actually seriously go to that fish and chip shop, you know, to mm. buy food for, for dinner that night, but you're scared to go out. And then it's like, oh, right. well, your kids go without a meal for one night or they mm. seriously need some clothes or some nappies from Target um, if yeah. you've got babies and they have to go without that. So that puts those people that aren't involved whatsoever in a really awkward position, if not frightening position, and I think no place in the world, especially those that live in Minneapolis, shouldn't be subject to that sort of mm. ridiculous crimes, especially yeah. George Floyd's. Let's not uh, forget. Yeah, so, you know what, mm. Trump. Oh, I, you know, I agree with Trump um, with you know pretty much everything he said there, and a lot of people uh, throw a lot of hate to um, to Donald Trump. But you know what? He doesn't take any crap from anyone, um, whether it be, uh, you know, leaders from other countries or leaders within his own country. He doesn't take any crap. He, he, he'll he stand up for, you know, what he thinks is right. And um, he'll obviously, you know, in this scenario, he said he, he'll, um, he'll send, you know, the National Guard down there if, if uh, they can't get it under control. He'll sort it out. No worries. So, you know, I, I mean, yeah, obviously some of the things that he says and, and does uh, Donald Trump are questionable, but um, at the same time, you know what? I think he he just uh, really lays down the law and doesn't let um, you know. No one really gets the better of him, um, which is is good in a leader. I think you don't um, just sit back and and let uh, you know people walk all over you because if you do, then that's when uh, you know things like this happen, looters and and you know people don't feel safe in their own uh, in their own state and their own yeah. city. So yeah, you know what? Good on you. Donald and uh, yeah, hopefully everything's under control there now. Yeah, and it's his country, so yeah. you know right. it's his own backyard basically. Mm. Um, and you know what? If he did nothing, other yep. countries are going to look at him and say, "Oh, what a piss weak leader you are!" Yeah, exactly. You can't yeah. even control your own country, and you're trying mm. to like uh, um, arrange these uh, you know foreign trade agreements with China. Well, why would we do do business with someone that can't control something that's going on in their backyard? Exactly. Yeah, and yeah, and right. so. He, he's obviously responding to those looters and those radical protesters who are committing crimes in themselves. Yeah. And yeah, I'm yeah. sorry, but two wrongs don't make a right. George Floyd's death is a wrong. That is pathetic what has happened there. That It's just it's yeah. ridiculous. It's 100%. shocking. You just could not fathom someone putting their neck on someone just for the pettiest of crimes. No. And um, then you think to yourself, oh, in response to that, I'm going to loot Target. I'm going to commit a crime. I'm going to just throw rocks and shit at anyone that's just yeah, trying to yeah. the city. I'm going to yeah. light fires to places. So that, that's a wrong in itself. And as nah, I just said, two right. wrongs don't make a right. Yeah, so exactly. he may have to flex that muscle to control the situation. Yeah. yeah. And you know what? There is an appropriate way of protesting, of getting your way and changing the system and then yeah. supporting Black Lives Matter. There is another way. That's right. Yeah, don't go commit more crimes. And um, you know, people who, you know, throw hate on leaders around the world. You know, I'd like to see them do a better job. So if if um, you know, you can sit there in your lounge chair and watch TV and complain and say, oh, you know, Trump's a, an idiot, doesn't know what he's doing. Scott Morrison doesn't know what he's doing. This and that. Well, you know what? If you're sitting on your couch watching TV, 
uh, I don't think you have the uh, expertise or knowledge or you know ability to be able to run a country. So don't uh, yeah don't, don't throw hate on people that uh, are doing their jobs there. So yeah, you're a fucking real hero in your recliner with your nice yeah. little blankie and fucking yeah, a it. packet of Doritos. Yeah, good job, mate. Yeah. Get off your fucking ass and do it, and see how mm. you go. Exactly. Um. Well, well, let's um. You know, obviously, what we're talking about is police, uh, police, police brutality. So, um, let's just you know have a chat in general, uh, Terry, about police brutality and and what it's all about, because obviously this is um the source of the issue and um you know where or why we're talking today about the um you know the tragic death of an innocent man. Um, so police brutality is uh, legally defined as a civil rights violation um, where officers exercise undue or excessive force against a civilian. Um, so this includes, but is not limited to, physical or verbal harassment, physical or mental injury, property damage and death. Um, in some countries, the color of the law protects, against, uh, protects officers from um, ambiguous situations, um, or where there might be a lack of evidence. So, you know, police brutality, it's its serious. And obviously in this scenario, well, based on the definition that we're um, going by, you know, it's physical violence. Um, there's probably some verbal harassment that went on there on, on that day. Um, and it's not right, you know. Uh, I mean, in some scenarios, I think, you know, force is, is probably required. And you know what, in... In some scenarios where you know they may be arresting and taking a, a, you know, a pedophile or something to to jail or to you know to court or something, you know I I got nothing against uh, giving him a, a bit of a beating and you know uh, setting him straight. But you know when, when you're talking about some bloke that's just been uh, in the street and he's not carrying a weapon, he hasn't done anything you know real seriously wrong. It's probably not great um, to you know go on use excessive force. Yeah, well, you know, it's interesting, Sam. Like, arresting someone is basically, you know, the reason for arrest is you're, you're sort of you're, you're trying to voluntarily surrender to the officer's control. And they're mm -hmm. basically physically subdued. So they're no longer a serious harm unless they've got some bloody, you know, Jackie Chan um, mm. wonder kicks that they can, <laughs> like, you know, jump up and give you a nice roundhouse or something like yeah, that. Yeah, um, yep. But you're basically you're, you're physically subdued. So... You know, regardless of sometimes, you know, um, how much of a crazy man you may be, after mm. the arrest, I mean, technically speaking, you, you're not really meant to do anything further because the police officer may or may not know at that point in time, actually, if that particular suspect is guilty or not. Yeah. But, you know, upon their discretion, they've made the arrest, mm -hmm. then they must be brought back to a station and then put that particular um, suspect in custody and go from yeah. there. That's right, uh, yep. But yeah, obviously some instances you may need to do a bit more before you get that arrest because you can't yeah, just yeah. Put handcuffs on like some other idiots might not voluntarily put their hands out in front of you so you can arrest yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. So you might need to do a bit more before you get them on. And then once you've got them on, I think technically speaking, once the handcuffs are on, I'm not sure if you're allowed to do anything further. Mm. Unless they're just trying to run off or something, yeah, or like uh, kick you maybe, or, or, or yeah. try to kick you, that's mm. fine. But once the handcuffs are on, I think that's that's where it ends. Yeah, I think that's you, it. You still need to get more information, and and obviously that didn't happen with George, um, yeah. George Floyd. So, yeah, it, it's interesting. And police brutality, just on the topic in general, it, it does exist. Um, it, it's obviously clearly it exists around the world. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it, it's one of those things. 
You know what? We're not trying to, you know, we're not trying to say that every police officer is, um, you know, is a pig and whatever. People throw a lot of hate towards uh, police officers too, because you know what I mean. Like they, they're doing their job um, most of the time as well. They have to do their job. They have to be, um, you know, aggressive sometimes. And you know, we're not saying not to be aggressive, but when you know, when there's someone in handcuffs and um, you know can't do anything further i mean yeah fair enough you should you know that's it that's where it stops like you said terry but um yeah i mean if you know especially in america you don't know people carry guns over there like they're allowed to carry guns yeah. on so i really understand the you know the danger involved with um being a police officer over there so you really want to get someone um in handcuffs if you suspect or even if you don't suspect they're carrying a gun, you just don't know. So if you've got if if you can get them into handcuffs straight away, I think your risk is um, pretty you know minimal there. So um, yeah, it's obviously probably just as dangerous to be in a, a be a police officer over there than it is to you know be a um, an African American, as people you know will say you know people uh, police officers targeting um, you know being uh, being racist really. But yeah, hey, it. Might, it, it Obviously, it does happen, um, but I think you know majority of the time, police officers are probably just doing their job. Um, so we sort of got to cut them a bit of slack too. But in this scenario that we're talking about specifically, you know, we don't condone anything that would happen um, on the day. We we are strongly against what what happened to George Floyd, and um, yeah, we don't want to we don't want to back up uh, any police officers that carry out those kind of uh, stupid activities and stupid actions so hopefully yes. um he gets his his justice and um yeah he, he cops it in jail as well mm. and, and those scenarios where there's no bystanders there's no footage and there's no surveillance it's usually the police's word against the victims yeah and that, yeah. and that's where you know so much probably pr police brutality does go that does happen and that's off the record so I mean, Sam, I remember you you told me you've um, experienced a scenario, not with a police officer, but someone else with authority, that, that, that they've sort of um, gone into a, a blind spot. And um, yeah, mm. if you don't mind sharing that, because I mean, I'm sure this has happened with police officers as well. Yeah, um, not me personally, but um, yeah, I mean, there's probably a lot of stories of this too. But, um, you know, you go out for a night on the town and um, you've got uh, bouncers and security guards um, who are, you know, sort of maybe acting like they're cops. Um, but anyway, so uh, a guy that I know, he, um, you know, he was at a, at a club and, um, uh, you know, a bit of an altercation happened in the club um, between him and, and someone else. And then um, you know, dragged out of the club by um, about four bouncers um, or security guards, or whatever you want to call them. And, you know, obviously this, uh, this power goes to their head. Um, sometimes these security guards and, uh, they took him around around the back and you know held him down and gave him a bit of a beating you know some punches to the head and this and that and yeah he uh, copped a fair bit of damage uh, in the end and yeah it was just you know it's it's not right you, you can't just use your position of power um, to you know inflict damage on people I mean you know obviously something happened but at the end of the day I don't think anyone deserves to be held down by you know four people four onto one and um get laid into so you know that's what causes things like this where you know people die from these things and, and yeah you know, quite possibly in that scenario someone could die as well getting held down by some security guards and getting you know taken out the back and out of uh, any surveillance and you know um sweep it under the rug but you know it's it's just you got to look out for it i guess and uh, what can you know how, how can you control it i, I no. don't know it's it's hard it's very hard
education, I suppose, is probably the best bet. Um, yeah. Just keep educating mm-hmm. that what is right and what is wrong, what are the rules, and you must follow them. Um, yeah, exactly. And in this instance here, the victim was white and the security guards were white, so it wasn't even yeah, a, yeah. a racial yeah. thing. And, and you know what? Can we just get rid of this fucking racism bullshit? Like, black, yeah. white, who gives a fuck? Yeah. We're all bleed the same coloured blood. We're all the same colour on the inside. Yeah. We're all bloody got two eyes and nose and mouth, unless you're a reptilian or something like that. But seriously, like, just cut the bullshit and yeah. just get on with your life. There's more, it's bigger fish to fry out there. And, and I'm sure other people have got other problems to worry about than racism. Like, that's just a petty piece of shit. And like, yeah. nowadays, you know, the modern day society, that shouldn't even be considered with the multicultural countries that we have. So that's right. Yeah. Everyone that you've got an issue with, just fucking grow up, all right? Don't be yeah. a fucking ancient fossil where it was significant back then. Just yeah. grow up. Yeah, exactly right, Terry. Um, yeah, I think uh, that's about that's about a wrap for us today. Um, we'll probably just end and, and uh, say, you know, um, give our uh, condolences to George Floyd and uh, his family. And um, yes, yeah, and hopefully going forward, uh, this doesn't happen in the future. Um, we're, we're not, you know, no one can know if it will. But you know, this is a devastating topic and a tragedy. What happened? So hopefully, um, people learn from it. Um, and this kind of violence and police brutality um, can stop. Yep. No, well said, Sam. Um, condolences to George Floyd and his family. Tragic death. He didn't deserve to die. And our thoughts and prayers are with you at this current time. So thank you for tuning in, guys. This is a special one for you. And please follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Turnstones Pod. Goodbye. Bye.